We should have Ed on again. We should have Ed on again. It'd been, I didn't realise how long it had been since he'd last been on. Mm. We should have an episode called Ed Dead Edemption. Hey, welcome to episode 116 of Frenzy Gamer. I'm here with Severn yep. and Blake. Sup? How's it going, guys? Good. Pretty good. Good. Uh, How you doing, Nick? I'm all right. Uh, you guys been playing stuff? Have you been playing stuff, Nick? I've, I've, been, <laughs> oh, playing, I've been playing a couple mobile games. Uh, we'll get to those, I'm sure. You know what? what? Severn. Yeah. You said you've been playing something. Yep. I asked you yesterday what you've been playing. Yep. You refused to tell me. Yeah, I thought I, I said I'd save it for the podcast. All right, hit me. <laughs> um, it's a it's a game that's available on mobile, so it might be right up your alley. Holy hell! It's a, it's an indie game. It's called Florence. Florence. Oh, I've straight and, up never heard of yeah. this. It's it won a whole bunch of awards. It just I I happened to log into Steam the other day. Yeah. And I saw this thing advertised to me, so I Is thought I'd it? check it out. It's exactly it. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's have a look. It's got uh, a um. Oh, it's got okay. a chick on the cover. Um, <laughs> <A chick. laughs> Some people refer to them as women. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Who though? Who really does? It's got. Oh, it looks like a little uh, indie. What? Like a. Oh, it's very indie. Like a little storytelling game about having a relationship. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it's centered around a, a love story. That's cute. Um, I like the art style. Yeah. So it's got a really good art style. It's very simple. Um, yeah. I. I Really don't know what else to say about this game. I enjoyed it. It's like a thirty-minute experience. Whoa! Oh, like nothing, and, and nothing Aparna, too crazy. Yeah, um, they, they um, pro- done, published it. Yeah, well, they did uh, another just interesting storytelling game that Carl told me to try mm-hmm. uh, like four years ago, that I never did. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? <laughs> was it called Ashen? Because Gorogoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, haven't heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Sounds um, like a game Carl would know, though. I um, would say this game has like a fantastic soundtrack. And uh, when you download it, you actually get a link to the soundtrack. So oh, it's, nice. it's just nice and ambient. Um, there are some twists and turns with the story. It's cool. The coolest mechanic, I think, is the conversation, the dialogue mechanic. Mm-hmm. Where, um, all right, you meet a guy because you play as a girl. And uh, the conversations come together as these puzzles. So you end up constructing these puzzles. And, it, you know, it's probably got like 10 pieces. And then you, like, assemble this puzzle together. It solidifies and then goes over as like a text blurb mm. in in this like comic strip, mm-hmm. and then he'll respond to it, and then you assemble your next uh, you know dialogue thing, and then it yeah. goes back up. Um, and as your relationship grows, the conversations are easier and like <laughs> it, oh, it reduces. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So the amount of pieces yeah. reduced to like three. Yeah, and to like when you're on the same vibe, it's yeah. just one thing, and then you're just dragging up these big <laughs> that's blocks. Great. Yeah. That's great. That, yeah. that sounds really cool. That, I thought it was really that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm gonna, I might have to get this. It's also only four dollars. Yeah. It's it's um, uh it's on mobile. It's on like everything. I think. Yeah. Heck, I, you know what? I'm gonna buy it literally right now. I'm buying it live, guys. Whoa. This is happening. Do it. This is a live purchase. If you're listening right now, you're hearing uh, commerce. By the way, it was um developed by some Australian developers. Whoa. Do you do you remember Ken Wong? He did a talk at yes. NZ GDC yeah, two, yeah. two years ago. The guy with the Pink here? Yeah, with pink the, with he had a pink mohawk. <laughs> he worked on, was it Monument Valley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a part of this game. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it, it's very simple. Um, I have purchased it. But yeah, headphones, uh, set aside 30 minutes. Yeah. That's Pretty cool. enjoyable. I, man, that's great. I, I want more games that are just like, here, you can do this in an hour. It caters to like, you can, you can see it just within the mechanics. It's yeah. so, it caters to this huge audience. Mm. Like it, it's just so simple. Like brushing your teeth is a thing. Yeah. Like tapping on a thing is oh, wow. another mechanic. It's, I guess, a lot of mini games. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let me ask you. This does not seem like the sort of game I would expect you to uh, buy. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hold, hold on. Hold, hold on there. Okay. <laughs> because I was thinking the exact same thing, but then I remembered you played Stranger Things. Uh, uh, Stranger was it Stranger Things? Things? No, it was uh, Life is Strange. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, and you were really into that. So I was like, yeah, and that's all just dialogue and yep. relationships and stuff. So Yeah, it, it was curiosity, um, the awards and... Uh, it it's been received really well. Yeah. Um I hadn't heard anything about it. It looked appealing. So yeah, I Man, picked it up. That's great. So received well, mm-hmm. won awards, mm-hmm. looked appealing. Mm-hmm. Why I know did it take gonna... so long to play <laughs> Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> I um Yeah, that's I've, that's true. We've talked about this. <laughs> we've talked about this. Yeah, we have. Um no, right, well, not much, I'll, not I'll much, not much dialogue going on in that. I, there's a heap of dialogue in that game. Oh, you're not choosing stuff. You're not building relationships. I, you know not... what? I I just thought of something about Zelda, and and I will give it credit where credit is due. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the moment that I really enjoyed from my um very small session planet. Uh huh. Was the moment where you get the uh the glider? Yeah. And there was no dialogue, and you were just at a uh, window and you're just looking out yeah and uh and it's just like beckoning you to use it mm. well it's pretty much just like do it like yeah, uh, yeah. i was waiting for a like prompt or something right and then it never came and i was like this is well genius yeah right right here this, this moment they are uh, more so than almost any game zelda is very good at intuitively giving you the choice to do the thing you want to do yeah but as a developer you're like yeah and this is where you would prompt them to tell them mm-hmm. to jump out the window Mm-hmm. But to to make the call not to, I I think I respect them a little more for for that one moment. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure there are more of those. There are. They but... do. Yeah, Zelda has a real good way of like leading you just with interesting things. Yeah, just yeah. to be like. There, we're talking about Zelda. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about Zelda. This is all, you know, this is all I ever wanted. <laughs> you did it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did you have more you wanted to say about uh? What was it called again? Florence. Florence. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. I I just enjoyed it. It's a very simple game. That's cool. So you, it just popped up on your Steam yeah. sale thing. Or I, I hadn't been on Steam for a while. Yeah. Uh, I've been jumping around into like Unreal and ah yeah, uh, game developer stuff. Do you find that when you don't go on Steam for a while uh, and you load it up, you just have a million downloads? Updates. Not, not a million. Oh I've only got a few games installed on my machine. Oh, yeah. You just gave me some anxiety because I know <laughs> I haven't logged on Steam in months, and I know there's going to be so many updates. Yeah, there'll be 50 games that are just updating you. Like, I haven't played this Gosh. game in three years. Yeah. I don't need another update for, uh, you know, <laughs> a reckless disregard for gravity or whatever that game is called. Um, Man, that's cool. Has it? Are you uh, looking for some other indie games similar or... Uh, you know, I'm always open to yeah. uh, if if people can want to recommend me something that doesn't consume yeah fifty hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's the key. I, I really like that it's so short. Yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah, that speaks to me because when, I can actually like sit aside a, an evening. And yeah, get out of and the you way. can you can get a good experience out of it, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I get to like just 
lock myself away from the world and then just focus yeah. on this game for 30 minutes and then go away and think about it. See, I liked, um, I liked Firewatch for that, although that was like that was about four, four hours, hours yeah. or something. But still, it was like you could do that in an evening. I still think about Firewatch, man. Yeah, I still think about Firewatch. That, that, game. that game was fantastic. They've got, I think, is there a new game out? Uh, in the, uh, Campo Santo? In the, yeah. In the Valley of something. They got bought by Valve. Yep. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool for them. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, means the game won't come out. It means it'll never come out. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That means that there might be a sequel to Firewatch, but then that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be in VR. And uh, it'll be some weird VR demo, and uh, it'll tease it'll tease the actual sequel. Um, how important is it that this had a clearly defined, tight story? How how important was it? Yeah, I guess it wasn't. So, Mike, I guess because Mike... I just realized it was so short after I finished it, right? And in uh, while playing through it, I was just going through chapters, and I was yeah. like, yeah, this can't last much longer. But you, you kind of think you know where the um, story's going to go, but it goes. Well, there are Spoilers. some twists. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to play it. I just bought it. Um, the reason I asked this is, I don't know if you... Did you ever play Solitarica? No. No. That's that's quite a short turnaround on that game. Mm. But I'd be curious to see what you think of it. Okay. Because it's it's not a story-driven game. Yeah. It is mechanics-driven. But yep. um, you can play through the entire campaign in like an hour or so. Okay. Is there an overarching story? There's something interesting that go- goes along. Yeah. Okay. Give, I I I don't <laughs> seem to respond well to like heavy gameplay. Uh, this is why I'm curious what you'd think of this because mm-hmm. it's it is first of all free to download. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first class is free, mm-hmm. so there's not really like a barrier for entry. If you're gonna recommend it, I'll, I'll probably pick it. Up. I know I, you have in the past. <laughs> I I highly recommend Solitaire to anybody who loves like roguelites. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, did you ever play it? No. Oh my goodness! You both of you need to play Solitaire. It's fantastic. But um, I'm I'm not big on mobile. I'm just not. <laughs> Give it a shot. I'm just not. I just don't have the time anymore. Yeah, I don't you, even have a bus. You, you don't travel have travel anymore. Um, hey Blake, how many hours of Civ have you played? <gasps> yeah, I'm I'm playing Civ. <laughs> I got no time for Sol- Solitaire. I got another marathon game of Civ to, to restart. To not finish. <laughs> not finish. <laughs> yeah. To get two weeks through and say oh. I think I've had enough. I'm going to start oh, again. Infuriating. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, did you uh, did, did you look at into um, Life is Strange two at all? Uh, yeah, it's it's pinned on my watch list. I I don't I have to finish Control. I ha- I oh yeah, I have to finish Ashen. I have, I've got this backlog and oh, I, man, I, I want to finish them. I tried getting back into Ashen. Yeah, I'm at a point where the enemies. Are, where are you? I'm at that same point with oh. the spear guys, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't get past this because it's been so. I'm I'm so useless at playing now mm, after yep. like months of not playing it. That this is the same problem I had with um Dark Souls Three is that I stopped playing close to the end, mm. and I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this game. Yeah, completely couldn't play the game again. I I picked that up before Christmas, like yeah. the, the holidays, and I was hoping to just clear it. Yeah, just so I could focus on like control or whatever, and. I got to the actual final boss. Whoa. And yeah. I beat the final boss. Yeah. And I was celebrating. I felt real good. Oh. I was like low on health and everything. Yeah. yeah. And there was a second phase <laughs> of the bo- boss and I just oh. got wrecked. And then I tried like two more times and yep. yeah. I, I just, no. no, I couldn't do it. Is there they've, a, got a, they've got a DLC out now, I think. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. And I'd be interested in yeah. that too, but I just can't finish this first game. I feel like I feel like for me to start playing again, I have to go back a couple of zones and just like physically physically re yeah 
rerun through those zones yeah. back to where I am. Yeah. Starting from where I am, it's too hard. Uh, I have a similar thing. Cuphead. Yeah. I got about halfway through Cuphead, maybe a little more than that. And uh, then I put it down. And you you, you know, there's, there's a level of muscle memory yeah, that yeah. is required for those sort of Twitch reaction games. Uh, that when you haven't played them for too long, it just becomes impossible to pick up and play mm. again. So yeah. you do need to basically start again or, or start yeah, from like much easier fights. I need a training zone to run through to... Mm. Yeah. Um, I've been playing some games. I've been playing a couple mobile games. I know you guys love hearing about mobile games. Um, two of them that I want to talk wait, about. Wait, wait. Can I... Uh, are any of these two games idle games? No. Oh? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well done, Nick. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, of course, I have played a bunch of idle games in the, in the time, but yeah. but this neither of these ones I'm talking about are idle games. Okay. So what I'm, one of them is called Dungeon Reels. Okay. Which is a, a very simplistic uh roguelike basically you choose a class uh you don't you don't even choose a class you 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 start a game it rolls from a pool of possible skill sets and chooses four um and then you do a sequence of fights and and little encounters uh at the end of which you pick uh at the end of each fight you you get a reward and the it adds another skill to your reel basically you've got a slot machine reel that determines what moves you use during fights um kind of neat it's got some cool little things to it i i quite like that every time you play it it unlocks a harder version of this exact same sort of run uh it's got some some problems as well though where like there are these random events that are uh really poorly balanced it'll be like you've got three choices uh, you you come up up to a, a bunch of rats running down a tunnel. Uh, you can either fight the rats, or you can run away, or you can do like a third thing. And two of the options are much worse than mm. the third thing. And once you know that, there's always a correct answer, and it doesn't really change at all. Mm. Um, so there's like it's quite simplistic. Uh, but there's, still there's no quite... there's there's no like you know you choose a harder option, but you get a bigger reward thing. There's enough not really. I mean that you can if you choose to fight the rats, for example, you you'll fight the rats and the thing that they were running from, and the thing that they're running from is usually very difficult, hmm. and the reward you get is the same as you'd get from any other fight. Oh well, so it's just not really yeah. worthwhile. Huh. Um, so it's a a game for cowards. Yeah, it really is. It's it, it favors like taking the easy way, out. and in fact, yeah. <laughs> uh, the way the the real mechanics work, it favors you having fewer rewards, hmm. and and pulling. Um, moves out of your deck, basically. Uh, so, or out of your reels. Um, so, if you want to win, the the goal is to, like, skip rewards, go for things that remove your rewards, and go for, like, the most powerful moves that you can find, and only those. Wow. Okay. Um, so, but there's something still quite sticky about it. Like, I played, I've, I've now beaten it uh, 30 times. Whoa. But it's it's got a real quick turnaround, so that's yeah. part of why I quite enjoy it. Um, it's free to play, right? It is. You can you can pay to unlock all of the like skill sets. There's okay. like fifteen different skill sets, um, and I've I haven't paid anything, and I've unlocked uh, eleven of them. Hmm. I think you start with four unlocked, though. So that's yeah. Um, the other game I want to talk about is called Punch Punch Kick Punch. Okay. Uh, or PPKP. It is a like two-button brawler mm. uh and it, it's quite cool it's it's got a, a nice like dive kick 
Yeah, oh, dude, I was just thinking dive kick as well. Yeah, two button. <laughs> two right. buttons. Right. Uh, not quite the same, mm. but um, it has. It's it's kind of it's it relies on a lot of the mobile tropes of like energy and uh, and you know a, a meta currency to help you unlock stuff quicker. Uh, and you can ignore most of that stuff and just play um, in chunks. The combat feels really good for a two button hmm. brawler. And the animations, like, it's it's 8-bit sort of, like, relying on retro uh, nostalgia. It looks like a Super Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, so 16-bit, I guess, technically. Uh, the uh, fighting animations look really fluid, and it has a nice motion to it. Is it just a punch and a kick animation? Um, ye- I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. They, they do a lot of, they, they make combos out of it. If yeah. you and, press and they, both buttons at the same time, does, does something nothing happen? happens. Yeah. I think it chooses whatever your first input was. Uh. Um, but it, it's quite fun. I would give that one a Does shot. it do the uh, auto walk towards enemy thing? It does. Okay. It, oh, it, yeah, it will just yeah. go to the next, yeah. it's a sequence of fights, basically. Yeah. Um, and you, you work out, like, what, what are these guys weak against? What are they strong against? And you mm. use combos to, like, counter them. And um, you can kind of juggle them for extra coins and stuff like that. Yeah, um, it's quite cool. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. <laughs> I know, exciting, right? Um, I do sort of like that that mechanic where you just automatically run to the enemy uh-huh. for mobile games. Because I played um, uh, a game called uh, Nonstop Night, and it's basically a dungeon crawler, and you're a knight, you know going through this dungeon but yeah. you just auto run to every like enemy and then you've got like some abilities so all you're, all you're doing is like hitting the abilities yeah yeah, yeah. and i and i kind of like that because like dude never get any anytime i've downloaded a mobile game and there's like a d-pad and i've got to like move yes. around like that i'm like oh forget this this is not this is not working yeah. i think i've talked in the past about there is a platformer that uh made navigation quite interesting in that like you would tap in the in a in a direction and it would automatically run in that direction mm. and you would just tap it again to jump. Yeah. Um, which I thought was like a really clever solution to the mm. frustration of like an on-screen D-pad or like yeah, a virtual yeah. joystick. I um, remember in the in the early days when I was working at Rush Digital and we are making mobile games, uh, they were, there was talk about like these things that you could stick on to the, yep. you know, so you yeah, can yeah, have yeah, that yeah. feel. These are like People, gel, those things were made, gel yeah. stick things. Yeah. yeah. They never caught on. Yeah, because that would mean that you'd have to carry these things around yeah. with you. <laughs> and like the point of mobile gaming is there's, there's like a game there whenever you want it. <laughs> and <then laughs> no, terrible idea. Did Did you have them? No, yeah. we didn't have them. But we, oh, talk, we, we as talked. As developers, you didn't. We, even we, have them. we didn't have them. We talked about them. <laughs> yeah. As like, yeah, maybe this is a solution for like <laughs> all our problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just package that with the. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but um. I can't remember what we ended up. I think we ended up just tapping on the screen to move mm. a character. Yeah, because we had a we had a game that was like sort of, sort of like I, Poe's camera angle, like t- sort of top down, and uh, yeah, I think you just tapped to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. to 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 move your character around and and that and that was like that's the simplest solution that you could possibly ever have. So I want to talk about. Um, uh, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole this week. Oh, sh- <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> do it, man. Yep. Uh, I've been, wa- I've, I spent probably over the course of the week, I would say like 10 or 15 hours watching, um, videos about Zelda and the Zelda universe. Mm. There are a bunch of YouTubers 
you, I think you, that's the pronunciation, YouTubers? right? You, YouTubers? <laughs> okay. Um, there are a bunch of YouTubers. Tube, tubers. Oh, my goodness. Bunch of tubers. There's a bunch of tubes. Uh, Series of called, tubes? It's called the internet, and on it. <laughs> it's uh, not a big truck, Nick. <laughs> you can't. You, there's, it gets clogged up, and you don't want to. Dude, that is a reference to, how old is that? That's a pretty old one. Uh, anyway, uh, write in if you remember that meme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you if you email us uh, the link to that meme, the original video, uh, frenziequestedgmail.com. It's a series of two. And uh, make just make the subject like why. Uh, <laughs> every time I say that, you can't see it, but Blake dies a little bit. I can see the life force being withdrawn from his body. Yep. Uh, so YouTube bunch of people who just make videos about zelda which is impressive because there's a zelda game like once every four years tops really um and people yeah people have made conspiracy theories on on less that's true (laughs) that's true uh so one of them was called zeltic and this guy basically does these real deep dives about weird stuff he finds in Zelda games and like it does a lot of speculation about the lore mm. and uh he did some about like stuff in the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer which got me real excited and it also watching these videos made me really appreciate the world building that Zelda goes through say it man Tell, don't don't tease us okay <laughs> well okay I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll give you I'm trying to give you some links okay so Zelda 2 trailer yeah you've seen it yep uh, I'll give you a quick description. It's like Link and Zelda walking through uh, some underground area. They've got like a, a pack animal with them. They come across this like mummified figure with a gr- hand grabbing its chest mm. and stuff leaking out of it and stuff coming out of it. And then it comes live and then the castle lifts up and then titles. Not a whole lot to go on. They go so deep. Um, they're looking at the architecture of like certain elements of the trailer. Um, fun facts. So there are, there are different cultures in Zelda. The Sheikah are like the super technologically advanced people who built the shrines that you play through. And then there's like a different tribe that did a lot of the stonework that aren't the Sheikah. I forgot the name of them. They're like Zoltec or something like that. Um, (laughs) if I'm sure I'm getting emails telling me I'm dumb. Uh, that's fine and fair. That's, that's normal, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and m- my wife, if you can stop emailing the podcast, <laughs> please. Um, uh, but like he's the 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 architecture that's seen in the trailer is not the Sheikah; it's this other culture. Okay, huh. um, which okay. implies like some that it's this from older or do you other do you see their architecture around Breath of the Wild? As you well? do, you do, and like where what what is it? Um, uh, the labyrinths. Did oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Labyrinths. Yeah. Um, or in the like, uh, sort of rainforest, jungly area down the cent- center in the. Like yeah, a, I've, I've. You know the area I'm talking about. I've been to some. There's jungle. like a light, the lightning dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, there's all these like stone stone sculptures. Yeah. And like, like oh, snakes yeah. and yeah. and boars and um that's all in the same style. Ah. Um There are certain there's like a spiral symbol. Yeah. That uh makes an appearance on oh. their architecture. That also makes an appearance in the trailer in the background, yeah. and although it's kind of like fractured. Do, sort do of see um, it. you know the lizard guys that are around? Lizaphos, yep. Yeah. Do they have their own architecture? Because I always thought that that and like some of the ruins that they live in was built by them. Right. Um. So they sort of do. They they have 
I mean, they're part of like the Moblin kind of right crew. So they live in those giant stone skulls. Yeah. I guess that's the closest thing to their architecture. They have, and they have like okay. those big wooden platforms that they. Because there's 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 a there's an area that's like a trench that's got heaps of like. Oh, in in the jungle area that I'm talking about. Uh, no, not in the oh. jungle area. It's oh, maybe it is. It's in the middle of the map though. Almost in the middle of the map, and it's got a mm. huge gate at the end that you you take a photo of. Uh. Um. But there's heaps of it's like wa- there's there's water and there's heaps of lizard people. There's uh-huh. waterfalls and there's heaps of like. Architecture that I I thought looked like I don't know Aztecish or something something right. weird okay. like We're that. We're probably talking about the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, and there's heaps of lizard guys there, and I thought, mm. oh, they they made this. Interesting. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> um. Turns out it's a different culture. Interesting. Uh, okay. Interesting. Uh. There's so this this deep dive is it's fascinating because they go into like okay, what's the power source of all of these machines? There's a blue energy when things are uh, made by the Sheka. Uh, and there's a red energy when they are corrupted by Ganon. And, um, like, where do these things come from? What's powering them? And there's a speculation that it's the corpse of Ganon that's, hmm. that's powering all of this stuff. And, and, uh, I thought that was kind of known, right? The, the corpse that, of Ganon? Well, not, not, not specifically the corpse of Ganon, but, like, the corruption that, like, that was coming from Ganon is the thing that was powering stuff when it when it's red yes yeah, yeah that that is known but the question is more that's in the that's in the like the the title like background stuff when they've got all the the spider um yeah yeah, yeah. they robots the, that then get corrupt, the, the like, guardians yeah yes. yeah yeah so um but ask yourself this where does that come from mm-hmm. well it always said it was calamity ganon right but so there's this is where we're starting yep. to get into really yep. interesting stuff because so you fight calamity ganon at the end of the game right mm-hmm. and and he's this big glowing purple pink thing like and he's clearly made of this this what they call malice um which is like the the big evil substance um that you also encounter throughout the land and uh it's it, it's interesting because when you're fighting the divine beast uh blights they're made of the same thing. Mm. So the implication is that the final boss that you fight at the end of Breath of the Wild is also just a creation of of the malice. In the trailer, you sh- it shows Ganon with malice leaking out of his chest. That's probably the source of all of this. Mm. So did you really actually beat Calamity Ganon? Maybe, maybe just, not. You, you just beat, beat like, some sort of the manifestation or, yeah. of 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 this, of this malice. Um, the 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 videos do, do a lot of interesting deep dives on like locations that have are callbacks to previous zelda games um it to the point where like the architecture is the same uh there's an area called the i think the forgotten temple which uh in this like deep dive shows an overlay of uh a temple from i think it's zelda skyward sword which Hmm. was called the sealed temple and like it uses the same sizes of bricks except that where parts of it were broken and then fixed up with smaller bricks, mm. and uh, it's it's just fascinating. the 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 level of world building in Breath of the Wild is amazing, and they go <laughs> they don't ever go in out of the way to like show it to you. It's, it's just, just there. It's there, yeah. and if you really care, you can figure it out. I always liked, um, you know, near the near one of the first oh when when you go past the dueling peaks and you yeah. get to that sort of plateau where you first kind of tame some horses yeah and there's just hundreds yeah of and there's all those like spider Guardians. robots yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's a wall mm-hmm. that you can clearly tell that they've like 
they were behind that wall fighting off these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I, I mean, love the, that stuff because you're like, you're, you're very clearly walking through an old battlefield and it gets, it starts off with just a few of these spider uh, robots around the place. But as you get closer to the wall, more and more show up. Yeah. More, well, more and more, uh, you find more and more buried. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this, this was some serious like. And you shit. find them like clung to the wall. Yeah. And, yeah. And burned out and stuff. There's, there was also another place, uh, um, Somewhere else where, like, you, there was a, t- there's a tower at the top of this sort of, uh, large cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you climb up there, it's like a sort of a castle stuff, but it's got one of the towers up there that you, um, you know, activate. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but when you look down, you realize that there's all these dead spider, mm-hmm. uh, robots heading towards the tower. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God. This yeah. is just, this it's is everywhere. This is, this is, it's just in the fabric of the, of the environment is just all the storytelling that on because on the ground you don't really notice that yeah but when you're above you see that yeah there were waves of these like spider guys coming yeah i love the and and, and you find you getting that new perspective yeah when you're up there it, it really paints the yeah. this picture of like this was clearly a siege yeah they lost um and that's like that's sort of like the quite broad strokes, yeah, yeah, uh, environmental storytelling. But they've got these like really fine detailed environmental storytelling things mm. where the architecture is important, and like or like there's a a, a rusty sword embedded in a wall that tell, tells you a little story or whatever, you know. And watching these videos, these guys spend. I mean, this is this is at this point his job, right? He all he does is make Zelda videos, and he. I gets, think this is he's got your dream job, really. Like, <laughs> if you if you left. <laughs> Uh, grinding gay games. This is the only other thing you'd want to do, I think. So. Um, I would rather just watch them. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine just watching them. Uh, but man, it's just, it's exciting because, uh, what they can do with Breath of the Wild too is 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 very exciting. Did um, did, did any of these videos go into? Because you know, so Ganon is there. He's got like that hand thing that's like holding him. Yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's all this like swirling blue. Yes. Like energy that has a little symbols. Yes. Did any of those videos get into what those symbols say? Because you yes. can translate them. Um, you can't translate them. I thought you can. You I kind of can. I watched the well, video that translated them. According, I to... forgot what they said though. <laughs> um, well, there was apparently at least in the video I saw, there's a lot of speculation that it said Seal Ganon. And it's in the um, oh yeah, it's in the Gerudo text yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, the claim is allegedly false. Um, really? Yeah. Like a lot of the characters don't line up quite as well as people mm. were claiming. So they're they fudging it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, kind of, kind of. That's. Uh, hey, I don't know. I'm not the. I'm not, I mean, that's that's. I'm the, not the Zelda scholar here. That's the main thing of conspiracy theories is like it kind of fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you squint. It, it, yeah, they didn't land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see that the shadow was wrong. So, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it kind it kind of makes sense. I think George Bush was behind the moon landing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they go into that. He goes. He did also did a video of like the five things he wants to see from Breath of the Wild too. And you know, when you hear that sort of thing, I'm like, uh, here we go. Yep. Because what what are you expecting? Them to say you, you expect them to be like more weapons, cooler boss battle, and or you know whatever more dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, but he what what he goes into is more like in Breath of the Wild, almost all of the dungeons are shaker creations. Mm. Like even the divine beasts are mm-hmm. shaker creations. Even the the Hyrule Castle, like there's elements of shaker creations in there. Mm. Um, 
and they're all tests for yeah. the for the main character for Link. Um, and that's cool, and it's and it's it's fantastic. Like Breath of the Wild's an amazing game, but there's not they aren't adversarial in the same way that like going into an like a, an ancient ruin is, you know? Yeah, and that's that's possessed by an evil, and and he goes into like all this stuff about using like okay, Breath of the Wild is this big open world, and the original trailer showed that. Breath of the Wild 2's trailer was very claustrophobic and personal. Mm-hmm. Um, Breath of the Wild's, like, villain was this, like, force of nature. And Breath of the Wild 2's trailer focuses on this one figure. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the contrasting there. And, and it just makes me very excited to be like, oh, I want I want to, like, <laughs> experience, like, the, the new story in that setting. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's <laughs> I spent a lot of hours this week watching Zelda videos. Have they said anything else, Nintendo? Have they said no, anything? No. They're they are notoriously tight lipped mm. outside of their like mm. Do you reckon that they'll mention something at E three? Uh it seems like a lot of the developers have been pulling back from E three, right? So well, doesn't I, seem I, I guess during that, that during week. that week. Yeah. I certainly hope so. Yeah, because I mean Nintendo weren't Nintendo weren't at E three, right? But they do do the they got the uh, direct. Yeah, they they do hey, do. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah Blake said yeah. do 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 do. They they do do the uh, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard my uh, PlayStation was going to do a similar thing. Yes, Sony's doing their own thing now. Yeah. Um. So I I hope they do something. The, it's tricky because when are they gonna? We don't know. We have no idea what kind of release date they're targeting yet. Mm-hmm. Um and it's very plausible that they they'll skip a year. I or... I get the feeling you you got Xbox and PlayStation pulling out pretty big guns this year. Mm. Like consoles, yeah. Uh, release dates. I I I feel like they have to, mm. like uh, Nintendo. They have to, to show kinda, more Zelda stuff. Well, something huge like a Zelda thing. Mm. Um, most likely, I, I, shit. If if I was to put money on it, yeah. Would, would you yeah, be... I feel like that that would be I reckon that would be their biggest thing because like another Mario game mm-hmm. is just like well it's another Mario game we've got how many Mario games already like but in fairness you know, Mario's really good sure and people and it you know sells consoles and stuff yeah but like man Breath of the Wild Ugh. Breath of the Wild Two is so anticipated yeah <laughs> so way more way more than any next Mario game yeah I think so yeah I think you're right mm. Breath of the Wild uh, set such a high bar for open yeah. world games that I am very excited to see how they try and bet better that. Mm. I still love how um we talk, we've talked about this how like when it was first announced and they were like see that mountain there you could climb that mountain and like people were like dude this is what like they said in yeah. Skyrim like <laughs> yeah. this like welcome to the party man you're only ten years late. And then you play that game and you're like, oh my god, you can climb every mountain and everything. <laughs> you can literally climb it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh Severn. Yeah. What would it take? I'm I'm I curious wonder. for you to buy a Switch and get Breath of the Wild 2. I, I don't think I will. Uh purely based on horsepower. <laughs> what if but there are so many horses in Breath of the Wild already, <laughs> and more. some of them are very powerful. I need, I need more. I'm sure they will. Um, if it came out on PC, um, 
Uh, maybe you could, and you could mod it. <laughs> not gonna, <laughs> you could mod it. Get a high texture, yeah. re- high I, resolution I need, texture pack. I need graphics. I I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, the big thing that came out the in, in the last week would be Wilson, and um, yep. I had a lot of people asking me if I'd check it out, if if I would pick it up to see if I could learn anything, and I was pretty much saying, what more could I learn from playing a game like this for? my position at grinding gear there's mm. um because visually they they went very cinematic with wilson yep um well CryEngine is very much involved there yeah as well um they use a much uh farther camera there yep yep so much more screen space for stuff yep yep for sure um they've got you know in cinematics their cameras will pull right into where the characters mm. are uh, we don't. We don't, definitely don't do that. No, because no, um, if we did, you'd see that we don't have backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. No skies. <laughs> no sky. <laughs> skies just uh, yeah. um, very, very little draw distance. But like, uh, it it needs to be visually interesting. Um, in in the in the respects of like, you know, Red Dead and their fur. That technique was interesting because you actually saw that fur technique applied to everything. Uh, like all things that needed fur had this one technique. They they very much, as a studio, were like, "This is how we just do fur now." Mm-hmm. And it was cool because it was a very simple technique, and we could actually take that and shit for our game. We we used that fur technique. We stole it, and we didn't, we didn't steal it. It's, it's an old technique. We stole it, but um, it was one that uh came up and was used very effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelda, <laughs> yeah, graphically. <laughs> <laughs> what can we take from Zelda? It, it's tricky. I'm, I'm not sure. Now, I, I, Breath of the Wild, I think, is a beautiful game, but technically, yeah, behind the curve, right? It's, like, it was developed for the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's, it's an open-world game, too. Um, so it, it employs techniques that we... You know, lods aren't a thing in our game. So you're you're looking at this from a pr- the perspective of education, uh, basically. Yeah, you you wouldn't <laughs> be buying it to enjoy the game. You'd yeah. be buying it to learn uh, art stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, I, I get but that. You from don't like, think that there there would be much to learn from a Zelda game? No, not really. And mechanically, I think like I've I've seen it. I think I've played. Y- y- yeah, you're gonna poo poo what I'm saying. <laughs> I wasn't. You got on. you got off the plateau, right? And yeah, yeah. You've you've basically experienced the whole game. <laughs> oh. No, but the thing is, I didn't. Oh, I, I feel, shut I, up. I feel like I don't need to play that. I yeah. It, it didn't you change. Feel like you've won. I hear you. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I'm so angry right now. <laughs> Just the thing that I think Zelda is Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I played it, and my opinions of that are still the same. It, it never really changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the only thing that changed is now I actually have references that I can go to when I try to describe a thing to sure. Nick. Yeah. Um, and I think Breath of the Wild 2 would be something similar. It would be uh, underpowered. It would be a, a gorgeous open-world game like Breath of the Wild 2, very stylized. Um, but the level of detail of the environment, I think, won't be uh, setting any new records compared to what's currently out there. Uh, from a technical standpoint, I think I agree. I'm curious if you think there is... Uh validity in looking at a game like Zelda for its capacity to tell a story with the art that it does have. Mm. Um, like, 
what can uh, a little bit of wear and tear mm. on a model do, mm-hmm. you know, um, and how they employ that and how they set something in in an environment to yep. to convey something that you might not otherwise pick up. I, yep. Um, yeah, and and like what you guys were talking about before, like with the dioramas and the the guardians yeah. on, on battlefield. Dude, this, 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 this is cool. This is the stuff that I I always love doing environment storytelling stuff. Yeah. Um, and then when I watch on Twitch how our players play, <laughs> you can't even see it. It's just it's just particles everywhere. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think towns are a really good location for. Oh yeah, actually, actually towns are, are really good. Um, you should get on a town, man. Yeah, you should you should make a town. <laughs> We've got some towns coming up, so. Yeah, I uh, think also boss rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are. Yeah, actually... boss rooms are actually quite cool to do because it's the... a set thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think there are even even certain tiles, feature tiles. There's a lot you can do. Yes, most players will blast through it. Mm. But um, I mean, it it is fun when you see the players that don't. Not just that, but I think like, we can. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Oh, because okay, when uh, when uh, Act Five came out, yeah. like I loved watching people going through the reliquary. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'd made lots of like weird little 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 things and little dioramas in the reliquary, and Ziggy D ran through and just zoomed into every like display case and was like, "Oh, it's this, oh, it's that." And yeah, I bloody love that. The the that thing that you talk about, I don't need to go to a video game for it. If if you go on to like. Model making forums, they exist there. Um, people that sculpt will exhibit art telling a story just with like um, animals or characters. Sure. It's very minimal. Um, but I can I can see things like that in other things. And I think I've like seen some really fantastic ones outside of video games. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, you, I'm sure there's a lot of good examples. Yeah. Um, what impressed me about the videos I was watching were that, that showcased that I, stuff I hadn't realized mm. um, stuff about uh, using old assets in a new way um, so uh, using the the forbidden the, the forgotten temple as an example using like what was functionally like they use very similar models and textures and this to a, to a game that came out like 10 years ago almost um, and then they build on it to give it this impression of like this has been here for for a really long time, uh, and it was taken care of for a while, and then it was left to fall mm-hmm. apart. Um, like there's a in the in the original like sealed temple, there was this big tree of life or whatever, and in the in the forbid in the forgotten temple, there's a tree in that location kind of bursting through the wall, mm-hmm. showing that it's like. Maybe it's still there. Maybe it's uh, maybe it could be an unrelated tree, but there's sort of a hint at that. Yeah. Um, they also are something we don't do a lot of. That I would love to do more with is using lighting to direct the eye to certain details. Yeah. As as an artist, I'd love to do mm. that too. And this is something that Wilson does really well um, because their lighting is so so striking. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but there's other things. I think. And I'd like to talk about this at some point, but the way our game is made is, and the the amount of content an artist has to produce in order to just satisfy the random level generation mm-hmm. is huge, yes. and, it, and it consumes so much time that the storytelling and the the assets that we want to make that actually can tell some story is almost never like we don't have time for them. Yeah, it, it really is like that simple. So but Blake knows that 
the last couple of weeks have been pretty exciting for, for environments. It, yeah, there's been, some, there's some, really cool been some like really cool tools in development that I can only like <laughs> hint to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this I'm, podcast, but I'm really looking forward to it. That kind of stuff is really exciting, and yeah. I'm I'm. Hmm? Are we going to see this stuff in Poe two, or is this? Are we going to see? This I, stuff I think sooner? it's going to it's going to affect all uh, environmental. Well production going forward okay so, so we might see some of this stuff before poe 2 comes out you may not even realize it yeah, yeah th this is you, stuff that it's very much under the hood is yeah there. Mm, it's very much like internal yeah. tools kind of thing yeah okay. yeah but it just makes our job so much easier and we can focus on things that we actually right really so. enjoy <laughs> focusing on we're finally implementing cut and paste yeah yes essentially yes <laughs> uh, so so that kind of stuff is like interesting to me i think i think it like just asset creation at grinding gear is uh has been tricky and i think in the last month two months we actually have a pretty cool solution to it mm. and um yeah going forward we're going to leverage this technique um and possibly like do more storytelling within our game yeah hopefully it, yeah i mean yeah definitely because all the all the environmental storytelling stuff i've managed to get in has always been the last sort of stretch yeah, of yeah. the development like um it's essentially polished yeah i mean it's polished you yeah. know and but then if like something more important if there's an area that's really not finished at all then i've got to focus on that right and not on the polish of of other areas also oftentimes uh the level designers will will use assets to do some, some storytelling without yeah, yeah yeah a lot of artist yeah. intervention um mm -hmm. they might get you guys to make an asset yeah. or, two or tweak stuff but like Oftentimes, because you guys are working on new stuff, mm. it's up to the level designers to piece something together. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, uh, N Nintendo. Um, yeah. I th I think they very much knew uh, Breath of the Wild was gonna be successful. Yeah, with the Zelda game. I I think <laughs> I think they knew it was gonna be huge, um, mm -hmm. and that it would have a sequel. A and um, mm -hmm. I feel like you, you talk about this civilization. D did it exist before Breath of the Wild? The other one. Um, like was there was there signaling that existed? I yeah. don't think so. In, in previous ones before right. Breath of the Wild, I don't think so. I, but I, I feel I like don't, I don't know for sure. This is this is very much a part of, I I guess, shit. If I was to make it, it would yeah. be a, I'd target a trilogy. Yeah, probably. This would be the middle act of, uh -huh. of said trilogy. Shit hits the fan, yeah. and and it would go towards another sequel. I, I, I this this is how I'd plan yeah. my Zelda games if if I had, you know that. So my understanding for Breath of the Wild 2, uh, it was they were working on DLC for Breath of the Wild, mm. and th this is what they say. Interesting. Anyway. It's like they, they had too many ideas, uh, and so they decided to make a sequel instead. Yeah. Um, so that leads me to believe that there wasn't necessarily strict planning for sequels, mm. but um, as you mentioned, there is a lot of groundwork laid that seems to indicate that they had a sequel in mind yeah so for example if if the signaling about um who the like who the bosses were the calamity ganon and and like the 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 blight guys you fight inside of the the divine beast if all of the fact that these guys were made of the same material and weren't like more corporeal like ganon himself or ganondorf um if that was all intention intended and like signaled uh then it it really yeah it's it leads to this idea that they probably had a second story they wanted to tell quite early on yeah 
that that's an even more safer way to play it. That yes, you, you do it in such a way where you could make extra content to leverage this previous one yes. that, that you just introduced. Yeah. But hey, congrats to Nintendo for actually putting it into a full-blown game because what's, you can expand on that. What's most impressive about it, having watched these videos, is how consistent it is. Mm. Like I, I work on narrative for a living game, and so I know how hard it is to uh, keep all your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Like It's very easy to, and I've done it, to... To, to goof and put something in there that co- like clashes with existing lore mm. um, or sets a precedent that becomes troublesome later. And the fact that there's so much speculation and uh, and so much scrutiny over the world of Breath of the Wild that and they haven't really butted up against things that, oh, these two things don't fit together mm. uh, or this, this means this is impossible or whatever. Like, yeah. they, uh, they haven't had that and that's amazing to me yeah okay like that's just because of the the volume of content and the volume of like little details it is the mystery of the other civilization right is that that's only one part of it there's okay. there's a lot going on like there's the mystery of like i, I mentioned it before what's what powers all of this technology where yeah. did this technology come from yeah what happened to the Sheka? um what happened to this other civilization what the, happened um... to ganon the Shaker, it seems to be like they've got those like weird flame things that power some of this stuff. Remember uh, that? Oh, the 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 forge. Yeah, the blue forge. Yeah, there's there's two places where you yes. have to like relight a forge and yeah, then it yeah. just powers everything up. Uh-huh. But it's like this flame is just randomly in a sort of weird shrine kind of thing uh-huh. off to the side. Uh huh. Why are you smiling? You're so weird at me. There's a video about this <laughs> I saw. Um, so. There's uh, I, there there's also books about like the world of Zelda. There's a book called Making a Hero, I think, um, which I I kind of want to pick up. Oh yeah, or find a copy of or whatever. Um, but they they do some like deeper dives into the lore from the creator's standpoint. Hmm. And um, in one of these books, it mentions that there are three sources of of power, and they mention the Akala region, they mention the Hateno region, I think. Yep. Um, and they mention underneath Hyrule Castle. Oh, yep. And now Akala region has one of the forges. Yeah. Ateno region has the other forge. Yeah. And then underneath oh. Hyrule Castle, yeah. it presumably is Ganondorf. Um, there's also lots of other things like, okay, so in the final boss room of Zelda, mm. uh, you fall into this big dome-shaped chamber. Huge. It's like the biggest room in the game. Um, and uh, it's got like stars like constellations laid out it's got like the uh landscape of of hyrule sort of in silhouette um symbolized uh and then it's got uh the hyrulean language or hylian language like on the floor that spells out like laboratory mm. so the room you're mm. fighting in is the laboratory what the heck is a laboratory um why does it exist under the Hyrule Castle. Hmm. Um, my theory, my personal theory, and this is probably echoed in other places, is that that is where the Divine Beasts were built. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but it's also pl- the, the plausible scenario I heard in this video was like this is where they were building technology from the energy being drawn from Ganon. Hmm. Um, so there's like there's just lots of interesting speculation and uh, stuff that... I'm sure we'll see more of Breath of the Wild 2. My God, I want to play that game so bad. <laughs> Man. I could honestly talk about this for days, um, but I'm not gonna. 
Instead, let's look at some questions, unless cool. you guys have stuff you want to say. Um, man, real real briefly, I yeah. um, we were talking about, like, up-rizzing, what, what, what were we saying, uh, remastered games. Mm-hmm. I, d- I downloaded uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Cool. Yep. Um, that is a fantastic, like, remaster. It's like, everything looks exactly the same, but so much better. <laughs> Is the game still the like, game is essentially the same? Is but okay, I play. I loved Age of Empires. Yeah, when it came out. Yeah, um, I also loved like Pokemon Red when it came out. Yeah, and I that's a hard game to go back and play, right? Um, I mean, th- like this game, like it it seems like exactly how I remember it, and uh-huh. like I don't know what the I don't know what like modern conveniences they've added. Uh huh. Um, well, but, like, can you click maybe and drag they... to select a bunch of units? Yeah, because I don't know that you could in the. Yeah, era. you could. Could you? Okay. I mean, the, that's the thing. It's been so long. I'm just. I yeah. just assume yeah, yeah, yeah. that you could do that. There's a lot of things that I assume you can just do that you can do in this game because yeah. you can do in every every strategy game that's come out since that. Yeah. Maybe you couldn't do that in the original. Mm. I I don't remember. I don't remember if there was even a limit on how many units you could select at one time because mm. there doesn't seem to be in right. this. It seems to be almost like total, total annihilation. You just like double click on one unit and it selects, you know, All 20, every every unit yeah. on screen of that type. Like, mm. I don't know if they had that back then. They might not. Actually, they, they may not have because that would have been a big deal for me yeah. to remember that. Like, because... Uh, what uh, Warcraft three that came out almost around the same time. Uh, by the way, they also re-released that. And I that know. Was... Yeah. I well, <laughs> this is this is why I bought Age of Empires two because yeah. of hearing what the fuck they did with like uh, Warcraft three. Yeah, I uh, was like, and and hearing other people compare that remaster to um to this one. Is there an Age of Mythology remaster? No. Oh. Well, there might be, but I don't don't think so. Maybe you, if there is, it's it already needs a remaster because it'll be quite old. Yeah. Have, yeah. Did you ever play Age of Mythology? No. No, I never. I remember did. the poster. Okay. I always wanted to. That but game I never is fantastic. Did. Yeah. Uh, it's Age of Empires. Yeah. But with like mythical units as well. Mm. It's it's like, you know, you you've got you you. It's the same idea of like you send your villagers out to a bush and gather food yep. and build a farm and yep. build houses and all this like all all the same mechanics. But then also you get like okay now I'm gonna make my like, war hall and <laughs> and build a minotaur yeah and and it's like yeah that uh, seems real cool and I've got god powers You're like I'm gonna cause a storm yeah like that's it's it's super cool <laughs> um yeah oh man yeah. now I want to play some strategy games yep man you're all over the place <laughs> I am all over the place Severn um, what's your favorite strategy game I I for nostalgic reasons Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer. Okay, I, I'm a. I, I like Tiberian Sun. That was one that was like kind of criticized harshly, if I recall. I remember there was oh, like yeah. a, a lot of hype surrounding it because at that point, Command and Conquer was huge, mm-hmm. and Tiberian, if I recall, Tiberian Sun was um, pushed back a bunch of times, mm. and then it came out, and people were like, they pushed it I, back. I thought Tiberian Sun <laughs> was like the one. It maybe uh, it may I might be misremembered. No, yeah. I just I just remember they went Red Alert Two went into like the Cold War era, yeah. and I was like, oh man, I kind of wanted to see futuristic stuff. Mm. And then Tiberian Sun came out, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I was I was jazzed about it just aesthetically, and yeah. You know what I have a lot of nostalgia for is Dune Two Thousand. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> did you play Dude, Dune Two Thousand? Yeah, I've seen that play. It wasn't it like the first three D um, 
strategy game? It wasn't 3D. Wasn't it? No. Dune, oh, okay. The, Dune, oh, was it? There, so there's Dune 2. Yeah. Which was like the first, one of the first like RTSs as we know it. Yeah. Um, And then Dune 2000 was like a remake of Dune 2. Oh, okay. There was a Dune game that was like, there was very one. early, yeah. like, and it was 3D. 3D. Yeah. yeah, I know the one you're talking yeah. about. I forget the name of it. Um, But, man, those old school strategy games yeah. were so great. It's, mm-hmm. I liked it because, like, every every strategy game was had different sort of, like, it had different standards. Uh-huh. Like, there was no, like, now if you make a strategy game, it's like, you know, you've got 15 years of, like, of strategy uh, games to draw from yeah. and like you you know what learned a lot about expect. how things work yeah and, back yeah. then it was like man what's good i don't know this that who knows like age of empires 2 was the first game i played that had an idle villager button and i was like this is a revolution <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and um, now that's just expected i went about down a little bit of a rabbit hole um looking into a game i loved playing in my teens with uh, my best friend called empire's dawn of the modern world mm. oh wow which um was a 3D strategy game. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was very similar to Age of Empires in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, but where it set itself apart was in how, like, terrain would affect the battlefield in interesting oh, ways. Yeah. Like, for example, having the high ground had a, an mm. organic advantageous <laughs> effect. Having <laughs> the high ground? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're in a lightsaber fight, you gotta... No. Um, Number one rule. But, no, like, if you were on a hill, yeah. your artillery would bite... Huh would just naturally have more range yeah. because gravity was important. It's cool. <laughs> it's like, not just gravity. Um, did, did you ever check out Sun Tzu? Oh. Uh, <laughs> you ever read some Sun Tzu? <laughs> <laughs> because that, he, he like wrote a book on all this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, like old, man. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but this is a this is a computer game. Yeah, and like <laughs> high ground in like a Warcraft game didn't matter. Oh, yeah, this I is, guess so. this is like. Well, it's also it's also tough because like a strategy game, you're often top down, so you can't really tell yeah. how much there is a. Mm-hmm. On the, I believe on the high in ground. like Starcraft, it you know it meant the fog oh, of war was. I mean, in, oh, yes. in, in Starcraft, there was cliffs. Yeah, that, like but, you could clearly tell. But I'm I'm thinking like rolling planes, you can't tell where right. a hill. Kind of is. Yeah, this was yeah. like actually hills, rolling planes, and, and it was all organically done. It was just, it would just use like, I think the game physics to, to figure out whether or not things would hit. Mm. Um, and it, all of the civilizations were drastically different from each other, which made that, that asymmetry kept games really interesting. What was it called? Rise of Nations? Uh, no. Or... Uh, Empire's Dawn of the Modern World. Oh, okay. Um, I had a look uh, to see if people still played it on Steam, and I find, it took me a while to find the Steam chart. And it was like, I think there was a day in the last few years where two people played. Whoa. And I was like, dang. <laughs> oh, I should have gone in that yeah. day. Damn it. Um, anyway, oh, I'm going to read a question real quick because we're pretty much out of time. Yep. Um, this is from Twisted Trip. Nah, Ed's cool. Have him back. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, we hadn't had him. I'd forgot. We used to have, I felt like we used to have Ed on a lot. And then... Yeah, we just hadn't had him on for ages. So, yeah, let's have him on more. Okay. Yeah, we should um, have more people on. Yeah, we should have more people on. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, hey, you want you want to hear a guest? Email frenzyquestion at gmail Tell us what guest you want to hear. Uh, title should be Why Blake at frenzycast. You can tweet at us. Just tweet uh, Why Blake colon then the guest you want. Uh, Blake's nodding. Yep, I'm nodding. Uh, here's another question. Said, so, well, this is more like a statement. Or a recommendation. This says, hey, Nick, 
I wanted to suggest that you try Pokemon Mystery Dungeon since you are interested in a Pokemon strategy game. It's not quite like Fire Emblem, but it's grid-based, and enemies only move when you do. Also, I played Carl's board game, and it was great. I think he talked about it on an episode last year. Regards, Sam. Uh, thanks, Sam. I might check that out. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard good things about the Mystery Dungeon franchise. Um, there was a Pokemon ARPG that I think was sort of loosely based on Mystery Dungeon um, that I might try. Cool. Or I have tried, rather, and I want to try Mystery Dungeon. But then I have to Is buy Mystery a game. Dungeon just, like, know. you go into a dungeon and it's, like, JRPG-style, like... I don't know. That's what I thought it was. And you're picking, we'll find you're, out. You're picking a crew, you're building a crew. Pikachu's building his crew. Yeah. Getting a crew together. Yeah, he's going to do a heist. Going to heist this dungeon. Yeah. yeah. That actually would be fantastic. A, a Pokemon heist game. Did you ever... You, you must have that seen that Rick and great. Morty episode, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, ever since then, I'm... That that episode, I really love that episode so much. Huh. Where every single person is like, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> All right. Uh, Facebook.com slash FrenzyCast. You can email. You can you can get in contact. Don't email. You can't email Facebook. Can you email Facebook? You can message it. Try, uh, you you can, can email Facebook. Yeah, Try emailing it's, Facebook. It's, I think it's Zuckerberg at Hotmail. Just email Zuck. <laughs> uh, FrenzyGamer.wordpress.com. You can leave comments there. Uh, we've got YouTube.com slash FrenzyCast where you can subscribe and listen to us. Uh, hey, Blake, how come you don't put any more bites on there? Dude, it's work. i got two podcasts I'm editing now. Twitch.tv slash FrenzyCast. Uh, I do, can... however, have a list of highlights, and I'm like, maybe at the end of this year, I'm going to make a highlight Start reel. dumping yeah. highlights. Uh, you can check us out on Spotify. Rate us. We love that when you tell your friends about us, uh, and we love you. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, bye. When people say back in the day, for its time, fucking <laughs> yeah. this shit. You know, sh- Chevys were good back in the day. You know, you know <laughs> Multi Ford, man. That was like the yeah, pinnacle yeah. back in the day. A, I watched a video on. This typewriter was good back in the day. <laughs> yeah, typewriter. <laughs> I watched a video on the cell shading techniques used for uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Yep. Really cool. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, there was cool stuff back in the day, but it I mean, was that, back in the day. <clears throat> Wind Waker still looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. I mean, it looks fine. It, it looks clean. It's like. It's got a really clear, distinct art style. Yeah, it's not technically cutting edge, but like, it it still holds up, and that's I find that really impressive. Cool. That's all that matters, I think. That it holds up. That you find it. That impressive. you find it impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's about. Oh. <laughs> if you, we can get into this if you want, but we're already getting we've, into it. We've already talked about this. You, I, I'm, I'm curious <clears throat> at what point. What's your cutoff for graphics? Cutoff. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, cutoff? Um, last, last three years, I, th- I think. If it's still, re- if it's still relevant. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think Witcher still looks good, and that's when was that? Twenty sixteen or something? Mm. Yeah. If, if it's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had the same things. Yeah. So, uh, a game like uh, Final Fantasy Seven original oh. yep 
beautiful. No, 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 no. Let's let's that, that's, let's. That's uh, for its time. No, 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 no. no, no. Even, Lego men. Even even for its time, <laughs> it didn't look good. Um, the blocky hands. That was not good for. Yeah, I played it um, in during combat, its time. They co- the, in the, combat, oh, okay. Combat in combat and the, and the cutscenes, they were great. Ninety-seven. Uh, I think there was like. He was like sprites back then. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. I I I. But I remember what scene, playing that and being like, "Yeah, look at these blocky." Like I could very clearly. Mario sixty-four looked amazing for its time. Was that ninety-six? I think it was 96, like fully 3D, free roaming camera. Um, They still had sprites too. Yeah, Yeah, they they used sprites for the trees. Trees, They used sprites, yeah. And coins and... Picture uh, frames. The picture picture frames. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved the ripple effect when you jumped Mm. through those paintings. Yep, yep, that was good. I really Um, want them... In first time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know. But I it think it also still holds up. Like yeah. you look at it, and it's it's Mario. Yeah, look, look, it doesn't. It's not. It's not. It doesn't look beautiful, but it's. Um, you look at some games, and it's like I genuinely can't tell what they were going for, mm. um, because mm. it's that old. But you, like you can still navigate the world easily. You can still. It's all still well signaled. Mm. I'd love a a, a remaster. They've done a bunch of sixty four. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When did one for the DS? Oh. I mean, for a real console, <laughs> Fuck off. like an Unreal. <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. Well, I need to I need to see it in the Unreal Engine. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you seen Final Fantasy the remake? Uh, Seven remake. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I, what I think about Lego, it though. So yeah, it's not true to the. Nah. The thing that the thing <laughs> the thing with that that I think I don't like is um they changed the combat so it's not the classic turn base. Mm, yeah. It's like action stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I don't like this. You think it should have just went? Beat I think the if beat, they're gonna do a remake, play and everything. Yeah, if they're gonna do a remake, like make it look fancy, but like stick to the the thing that people loved about it. It's a remaster. Uh, do you think I think people loved the turn-based combat. I did. I, it would be like a throwback to a, a simpler time. <laughs> when was the last time you played a turn-based combat RPG? Well, uh, I was just playing uh, Pillars of Eternity. That's turn-based. No, that's not not in the same way. Uh... <laughs> oh, um. Pokemon? Um, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, Pokemon. Um, what's it called? Octopath Traveler. Uh-huh, and how yeah. was that? It was fine. But did you think this combat is boring? I thought, I can't wait till more stuff is happening with this combat. Yeah. But then, then all games, all of those games start off like that. When you're dealing with, like, one big monster and, like, you've got a, a team of people that you have to, like, you know, uh, you have to, like, manage. You know, you got to heal some and, like, buff some and then damage that. Then it's more interesting. When it's just yes, one person, it is. It is more interesting. It, when it's one person doing one basic attack to kill one monster, it's very boring. I'm I'm totally fine with them would trying you, to modernize the combat. Would you consider Civ a turn-based combat game? So, I mean, Civ is turn-based. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 a it's, it's a combat. strategy. Yeah. Combat, it's a four yeah. X game, right? So it's, it's more more about strategy and tactics than mm. like because you don't. And when it comes to the combat, you don't actually. Do anything other than tell what to fight what. Mm. You don't say use your this attack, you know. Yeah, for, um, shit. XCOMs are like that too, right? Yeah, yeah. XCOM I think has a little more depth. Like on on any given unit's turn, you can tell it where to aim. Mm. Um, like it, some some things have special moves. Mm. Well, um, XCOM also has a lot more chance and yeah, stats. Random, random. Yeah, uh, yep. 
But um, man, I don't get into any still, of those games. I, yeah, I I still think XCOM is like kind of like a turn-based thing. It's basically I, I consider yeah, them it absolutely is. Yeah, tactics. Yes. Yeah, I mean it is turn-based. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. you consider it that. It is that. <laughs> I I consider this turn-based game. I don't like playing it in real time. Oh, the, I don't what, know about you. What a, what a brave <laughs> stance to take, Blake. <laughs> but all those games are turn-based. Yeah. I, for one, <clears throat> chess as well, you know? I don't like playing that. Uh, I, for Real one, time. believe that should be a turn-based game. Tic-tac-toe. <laughs> I'm going I'm to go out on a limb here and say that's turn-based. <laughs> Damn. Oh, boy. All right, should we get started? Yeah. Um. So- someone said, sorry, that um, remake and remaster, like two different things. Remake and remaster. Yeah, yeah I don't that. know yeah. the true terminology. I usually say remaster because so it's remaster like... remaster would be... Upgrading the graphics? Final Fantasy is, it's not just upgrading the graphics. Yeah. It's also gameplay and stuff. Okay, yeah. No way. I, would it be no. the other way around? Remake would be the one that changes the mechanics. Remaster well, remake, would be just... Fuck, I don't... Remake I don't sounds like it's reinterpreting everything, right? Okay, I don't know. Yeah, What I'm trying to say is like people uh, interpret those two yeah. differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, I, I've been watching a lot. We'll we'll get into this in a little bit, but I've been watching a lot of Zelda videos. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, have you played anything? <laughs> yes, actually, I've been, I'll, I'll talk about some stuff. Don't worry. Cool, it cool. sounds like you've been going down like a conspiracy like <laughs> hole, but just yeah. about Guys, did Zelda. You know that Zelda <laughs> Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> There's no proof that Ganon died. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the is it good? The the Zelda conspiracy? Yeah, actually, um, really interesting. I mean, there are what I would describe as Zelda scholars. Okay. On, oh my on god, this is it's. it's, it's oh, it's, are you going to talk about timeline and shit like this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This yeah, yeah. Gets wacky. Um, cool. But uh, they they often talk about the different remastered versions, and like the remasters are like higher res textures, um, improved models, that oh. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not really mechanical changes. So. That's the one. That's you ever heard of de-rezzed versions? No. That take a game and then like Make take a game that was like yeah, that was like like a like a like a three D game and they'll make it like um a like 2D. a two D pixel. Oh. I saw kinda. a cyberpunk in like PlayStation One graphics. Oh shit! And that looked fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, PlayStation One had this like fuzzy thing yeah. where like even if you had a poly like static polygon, it would shift. Yeah. <laughs> like it ran. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of I don't know. Brought back the memories. Yeah, I played. That's, that's funny because I've I've been wondering. You know how like, like um, like like pixel art has mm. kind of had a resurgence, and people are like, oh, I remember pixel art. I'm yeah. gonna make everything all stylized like pixel art. Mm. But you don't haven't we haven't gotten that for like PlayStation One early 3D yet because yeah. it's not it's not appealing aesthetically. <laughs> can I can I show you? Uh, I'm gonna load a thing up. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. But it is PlayStation One, and it looks fucking great. Um, I reckon there's. I reckon it's coming. I reckon this is going to be. You, you're you're seeing the, the 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 beginnings of this huge wave in like in like three years. Yeah. Everyone's going to be making like. I mean, basically, what you're describing is Minecraft, right? Yeah, essentially. But even then, Minecraft uh, looks pretty good. Um, I'm I'm not describing Minecraft. The when you're talking about like the lowest poly you can possible. What, kind of one thing. thing I I did play that I guess kind of falls in that category is Wolfenstein One D. Oh yeah. One D, yeah. Jeez, it's you play it. It's just a line, and uh, you. It's still. I think. I think the. I'm not positive, but I think the way they did it was they basically just called out all the pixels except for a single 
Jesus. Blind. Yep. So you, you, you still sort of navigate by turning. And oh, I think the gameplay still takes place in 3D, but it's, it's pretty funny. That's bizarre. Jeez. Okay. That sounds pretty rough. There was a game, there was an official video game that came out for that shitty um, Tom Cruise mummy movie, The Mummy, a few years ago. Mm. And it was an official game, but it was called The, the Mummy, uh, I think it was called Demastered. Mm-hmm. And it was like it had absolute. It was like it had absolutely nothing to do with the mummy, right? Other than the name, and it was like this contra style, like side scrolling, uh, like two D action game, and it had like the fucking best soundtrack ever. Interesting. It had like, yeah, it had like a like a what is it retro wave like vaporwave? Va- well, a little bit. Well, yeah, a little bit vaporwavey and like yeah, chip tunes ish kind of kind of soundtrack. It's so fucking good. And it's just like, it had nothing to do with this this mummy movie, but for some reason, it, it got a licensed like title. Are you, did you play the Stranger Things? No, no. Is that the same?